Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With 91 surviving episodes broadcast on NBC Radio from 1934 to 1957, we bring to you Lights Out. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out, everybody. suggest that you turn off your radio now. My name, Arch Obler. Tonight, the fourth in our series of tales of the weird and the unusual. If you like moon and June and love and dove, and if you're afraid of the dark and the things of the dark, you're forewarned, for tonight's story is about the greatest terror in the world, the conscience of a man. Yes, Mr. Obler, a guilty conscience can be the cause of untold terror. And yet, well, I was just thinking, thousands of innocent people today, right here in America, are finding great cause for alarm. I mean those men and women who daily seem to grow more tired and nervous. Well, if, as with so many, it's only because you need more vitamin B and iron, get ironized yeast tablets. They work wonders for thousands who only needed more of these substances. Help them gain glorious new strength and energy in five, ten, even more pounds, often in a few short weeks. Remember the name, Ironized Yeast Tablets. And now, lights out, everybody. Wangara. Wangara, shut that door. You get out. You smell up the place. Big fella rain, boss. Big fella rain. So what? Get out of here. Get out, I tell you. Don't squat there looking up at me. Get out. All right, I'll throw you out. Uh, up with uh, you. Uh, you filthy devil. Out! Oh. Filthy beggar. my last letters. Dear Sheldon, well, here's my last letter to you. Another three weeks and my exile's over. I'm coming home. After three years in this devil-forsaken bush country, home. Home. I've almost forgotten how to write that word. Well, Sheldon, my friend, tell them to fatten up the fatted calf. I'm coming home rich. Ask Alec Riverton won't have to take their infernal snobbery. 
He struck it rich out here, and he's coming back to buy the town and everybody in it. Liar, liar, liar. You haven't struck it rich, you're still a tramp. You're nothing, nothing. Three years in hell and you're nothing. Yes, they always laughed at you and they'll keep on laughing. Alec Riverton. Have you heard? He's back in town. Yeah, sure, he's broke. He's always broke. 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 Who? Mangara. Didn't I tell you to stay out? Bushman. Bushman. Get out of here. Bush, you get out. Bushman, look. Me fine. Me fine. Me, Mungara. Me fine. Give it to me. No. Me fine. Me. Diamond as big as your hand. Me take stone queen land. Buy two, three wife. Me, Mungara. Listen, Mungara. I have no money. Me take Queenland. Bushman Queenland got lot money. Oh, yes, lot money. But I'll give you my rifle. See? Big gun. You, Mangara. Give me that diamond. No. No give one gun. Mangara go Queenland. Get lot money, lot gun. Mangara, wait. Listen to me. Money. I'll give you money, more money than Queensland, man. My hand? Give me money, my hand? Tomorrow. Sun come up. I'll give you money. You hear me? Plenty, plenty money. Now, give me the diamond. No. Bossman no got money. Me go Queensland. Oh, no, wait, you can't go. Bossman no hold me. Munkara, go! Stand still! Listen to me, you filthy sinner! No, no! Listen to me! I've got to have that diamond. It's my chance. You can't take it from me. Oh, Queen Lan. I'll give you anything you want. Just give me a chance to buy it from no, me. No, I'll not let you get away from me. That diamond, give it to me. You're not going to sell it to anybody else. Give it to me. No! Me, me find it. You no take from me. No! You devil! I can't take it. I haven't got your strength. All right. Your knife. Knife. I'll kill you. Kill you. Alec, Alec Riverton. Yes, 
Yes, Charles, over here. By George, Alec, really you. Good to see you, Sheldon. You got my letter? Oh, obviously, I'm here. You've struck it rich, huh? Good old Alec. What'd you find? The whole bunch of us have been crazy with curiosity ever since I got your letter. Gold, platinum, tungsten. I... I'm very tired, Charles. Oh, I knew you'd do it, Alec. All you needed was a little perseverance. Once you stayed down there, I knew you wouldn't come back till you did something important. All right, old fellow, tell me now. What did you... If find? you don't mind, Charles, I'm very tired. I... I had a bad trip. Why? Well, I'm sorry. I, I didn't stop to think. There'll be plenty of time to talk later, won't there? Yes. Yes, I suppose there will be. Cab, sir? Cab, sir? Lowest race to the best hotel. Yes, yes, I'll take a cab. Right in, sir. Oh, but, Alec, your bag. I'm having them sent on. Get in. Right. Where to, Chief? Arlington Hotel. Right. Well, Arlington, eh? I can afford it. Oh, I should hope so. One day's rent in that place would pay for a week in your old flat, eh, Ellie? What of it? I tell you, I can afford to do as I please. You, uh, you must have had a hard trip. What do you mean? Just what I said. No, you didn't say what you wanted to say. Now say it. Say it. Ellie, what's the matter? Nothing's the matter. Nothing, I tell you. What can be the matter? I tell you, I've struck it rich. You hear me, rich? I haven't failed. I... I... Oh, Charles, help me. Alec, what is it? I've got to talk. I've got to. Charles, I've got to tell someone... you the truth. Charles, listen to me. I... I had some trouble down there. Trouble? Yes, with a man. And yet not a man. Australian bushman, savage. He found a diamond, a, a tremendous diamond. I had nothing. Three years of hell and work, and I had nothing. And that ignorant savage with a fortune he wouldn't know what to do with, so I... I... So what? You fought. I... I cheated him out of it. Sheldon, didn't you hear me? What am I supposed to say? Yes. Yes, there's little you can't say, isn't there? <laughs> I feel better already. It takes the grind out of a thing to talk about it, doesn't it? And you won't tell anybody, will you, Sheldon? Sheldon, don't just look at me like that. He did that, too. He? Wangara, the man I... Filthy savage. Why should his eyes... Listen. You know what he said? He said that three days after I got off the boat... Three days after you got off the boat, what? What? What did you say? Well, I didn't say it. You did. You said the three days after you got off the Oh, no, that doesn't matter. All that matters is that I've got a pocket full of cash. <laughs> that, that's important, isn't it? I, uh... I think I'm sorry for you. Sorry for me? You crazy? I got all the money I can use for the rest of my life. Hey, you cab driver! 
Pull back that glass. I want to talk to you. Your chief, what's on your mind? What do you take me for, a country cousin? This isn't the shortest way to town. Well, you see, Big Shot, it's this way. I just thought that you'd die in three days when you get off, big fellow boat. Three days for the river time. You die. Ah! Alec! Alec, what is Stop the cab! Stop the cab! Stop it! Alec, what is it? What's wrong? You! Cab driver, what did you say? What did you say? Sir, help me. I ain't said nothing. No, no, you spoke. Alec, what's the matter? What's wrong with you? He didn't say anything to get excited about. No, honest, all I said was that I'd take it away. You wanted to go. Ungara's voice. I heard it. Ungara? But, but you said that. He's you... dead, yes. Yes, I know he's dead. Dead and rotting half across the world. He couldn't have spoken. And yet, I think I heard him. The dead can't speak. <laughs> Come on, Joe, tell us about You mind if we go outside for a little while, Miss Bennett? Nan? All right. I can't take those jokes either. Well, this is more like it. The air is good. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a word alone with you all night, have I? Truthfully, I didn't expect you to talk. Why not? Oh, Charlie Sheldon told me you weren't much of a talker. Well, he's right. Where I've come from, I haven't had many opportunities to talk. <laughs> well, come now, not sing, sing, Mr. Riverton. Almost as bad as that. Down under. Where? The bush country, interior Australia. Oh. You know, you're the first woman I've gone out with since I got back. I'm not quite sure whether that's so flattering. It is. Until Sheldon introduced me to you, I... I just didn't want to be with anyone. Thank you. Very pretty, aren't you? In the dark? No, really. Mm. I'm all there. Ma'am. Three years in the bush country. Maybe I'd better go in. No, stay. Please. Just talk to me. Talk? Yes. All right. How long have you been back? One day. Is that all? I'd better go in. Oh, no. No, I won't. What were you doing in Australia? Business of some sort? You. Please tell me about you. You're an actress. Two schools of thought. Right now, I'm what's unhappily known as resting between engagements. Hmm. Let's get away from here. What do you mean? Go. Someplace away from here. Should I? I want you to. That does it. I... I can never say no to a good-looking man who knows his own mind. 
All right, Mr. Riverton. Whatever you say, but don't forget that three-day boss man, you die. No. What's the matter? What is it? You. What did you just say? Well, all I said was that if you wanted to... Three-day boss man, you die. You devil. What? You think you can fool me, but it's you, Mangara. I heard you. What's the joke? I don't get it. Out of your throat. I heard it. Well, now, look here. I'll I stop don't... you. <laughs> I'll stop you, Mangara. I will. I will. Help. Help. Hey, somebody's the police. Hey, stop that. Let go of her. Let go of her. Help. Somebody help. He's choking her to death. He's choking her. Ladies and gentlemen, supposing we have a quick intermission before we go on with the second half of the Lights Out story. The story of Alec Riverton, the man who thought 3,000 miles of ocean could separate him from the memory of the man he had killed. And now to return to Lights Out. Two days have gone by since Alec Riverton got off the boat, and this is the third day, the fatal day of the Australian Bushman's Prophecy. Now, look here, Alec. For 24 hours, you haven't moved out of this room. Now, why don't Stop you... Stop it. It's none of your business. Oh, isn't it? Not for me. You'd be in jail right now. Why do you think Nan Bennett didn't have you thrown in jail? She needed money. Yeah. It took me three hours straight talking to talk her into it. Once and for all, why did you choke? It's none of your business. Nothing's my business. No. I'm just the guy who happened to be chump enough to be a friend, eh? Alec, listen to me. Go to the police. No, no, don't say that. Hell, then, if you talk. I can't talk and I won't talk, Alec. My infernal friendship. Alec, at least let me call in a doctor. Doctor? What do I want with a doctor? For your nerves, maybe... Mind your own business, I tell you. I'm all right. There's nothing... Waiter, I suppose, without dinner. Are you sure? Well. Ask who it is. Oh, of course. Who is it? Room service? Oh. Well, come in. Come in. Your dinner, sir. Yes, yes, I know what it is. Well, set the table. Serve it. Very good, sir. You are in a state all right, Ellie. I, I just don't get it. The second day. What? Never mind. You're going to eat with me, or aren't you? Everything is ready, sir. Well, it's about time. Here, you sit here, Sheldon. All right. Waiter. Yes, sir? Lights. Let's have some more light here. I want to see what I'm eating. Alex, there's plenty of light. Don't you interfere. I pay for service, and I'll get it. Waiter, didn't you hear me? But don't stand there gaping at me. Do as I said. Yes, sir, but I was just thinking that you die in three days. Three days, boss, but on you die. Alex, kill you. Waiter, I'll kill you. No, no, sir, let go of me. I didn't do anything. Alex, let go of him. Are you completely out of your mind? Kill him. 
I will. I will. But, but I didn't do anything. You turned the table over. You did, sir. I swear it. That's true, Halleck. You overturned the table. The waiter didn't. Mungara. His voice. Waiter, you spoke with his voice. I heard you. I saw your lips move. Wait. Alec, what are you saying? The waiter, what did he say? Quickly, what did he say before I threw over the table? Answer me. What did he say? Why? I don't remember. What did you say, waiter? I, I, I merely said that, that I thought the meat was a bit cold. Perhaps I'd better replace it. Oh, no, you lie. You lie. I heard you. You spoke with his voice. Get out! That devil won't get me. He's dead. Get out! Get out! Get out! My head. I Alec! Alec! The doctor, isn't there something you can do? Violent again? All night. He... He'd doze off, and then he'd wake up screaming about devils. And... Doctor, you've got to do something for him. If I only knew what was troubling him, do you know? Yeah, he's got some crazy fixation about some Australian savage. He told me he cheated him. He keeps repeating, the third day, the third day, over and over again in his nightmare. The third day? Yeah. And today, when dawn came, he, he began to cry. He said that... Today was the third day. Doctor, please, come in and look at him for yourself. As you wish. Who is it? What do you want? It's the doctor, Alec. Yes, good morning, Mr. Riverton. What's this nonsense about nightmare? <laughs> I'm glad you came, Doctor. He won't dare come when you're here, will he, Doctor? He? Well, who do you mean? No, never mind what I mean. Just stay by me. Don't leave me not today. Sheldon, you won't leave me. Oh, of course not, Alec. Please try to calm down, will you, fella? You think I've gone crazy, don't you? Well, I tell you, I haven't. I did hear him talk. Twice. Yes, once the first day and once the second day. But today I must not hear him. You hear me? I must not. If I do, I die too, and I can't die. I won't die. I never had anything... Oh, I could live. I could have a little... I'd better give him the hypodermic. Yes, please. Anything to quiet him. He's so afraid. I can't help him. Mr. Riverton, please. What? Your arm. What are you going to do? Why, well, I merely want to give you a sedative subcutaneously. We'll act quickly that way. Put you to sleep, Ali. Sleep? It'll put me to sleep. Yes. Yes, of course. Then give it to me quickly. He can't hurt me when I sleep, can he? Who can't hurt you? Stop asking questions, I tell you. Give me the injection quickly. The third day, if I fool him today, he can't hurt me ever. I know he can. Then give me the injection. Here's my arm. Hurry, Doc. Yes, hurry, hurry. I've got to be asleep. Yes, yes, of course. In a moment, you'll be all right. Yes, just another second and... You die, Boss Riverton. You die. Alex, Mr. Riverton. Mr. Riverton. No, no. Stay away from me. What? I heard you. What is it? You're not the doctor. You're him. 
The devil, Mungala. Doctor, he's out of his I mind. Do something. Yes, of course. I'll give him the sedative. No, no. You're him. I know it. You're him. You speak with his voice. I heard you. You're him. Alec, the doctor wants to help you. Of course. To help you. No, no, don't touch me, Mungara. Don't touch me, Mungara. Get away from me, Mungara. You're dead. I killed you. I saw the knife drive in you. You're dead, you hear me? You're dead. You're dead. The dead can't live again. No. No. No, that knife in your hands. Don't do it to me. I'll give you back your diamond. I'll give you back. I'll give you back your diamond, Mungara. Don't knife me. Don't. Don't knife me. Doctor, he's fainted. Yes, he... No. No, it can't be. Doctor, what is it? What's wrong? Your friend. He's dead. <laughs> dead? Yeah. Why? Why did he die? Why? I don't know. I only touched him with a hypodermic needle. The man died from the power of suggestion. You heard the story. Whether it was suggestion or the force of the unknown, judge for yourself. Right now, I'd much rather tell you about next week's Lights Out. It's titled Across the Gap. And the thought in it, a very exciting one. Is it possible for human beings to move across space with the speed of light? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't forget that 35-mile-an-hour speed limit. You know, I, I'm talking about the future, but more of that in a moment. Which gives me just a moment to ask you, ladies and gentlemen, how about your future? If simply because of vitamin B and iron shortage, you're unattractively thin and nervous, unable to eat or sleep as you should, seldom feeling really peppy and alive, then for your own sake, try ironized yeast tablets. They cost but a few pennies a day. What's more, they're sold on a money-back basis. Listen, if you don't quickly begin to eat and sleep better, to feel much stronger and livelier. And if you're not convinced that ironized yeast will help you gain pounds of grand new flesh, the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by Ironized Yeast, Box IY, Rahway, New Jersey. Just be very sure you get the one and only Ironized Yeast with IY on the package and on each tablet. And now, Mr. Obler, what about that speed of light automobile of yours? Not an automobile, Martin. Another means of transportation. When you hear this story, perhaps you'll be frightened, perhaps even annoyed. But once upon a time, there was a writer by the name of Jules Verne, who, to put it in very polite terms, was kicked around when he dared suggest that someday men would travel under the sea. And so next week, a story of... <laughs> but as usual, we better wait for next week. Lights Out will come to you next Tuesday at the same time. Be sure to listen for Arch Obler's unusual... Story of the future across the gap. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. The one and only ironized yeast. With the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet.
That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.